1: That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.
0: From KQED. Hey everyone, I'm Olivia Allen Price and this is Bay Curious. This week we're taking a trip to the Palo Alto Baylands. It's one of the largest tracts of undisturbed wetlands you'll find in the Bay Area right now, encompassing nearly 2,000 acres along the Palo Alto shoreline. But not too long ago, this landscape looked quite different. And one sign of that past can still be seen sticking out of the mud. Bay Curious listener Agnes Veith of Sunnyvale knows it well.
2: When I walk along the Palo Alto Baylands, I see what looks like a paddle-driven riverboat that you would typically see on the Mississippi River. What is that boat and why is it there?
0: It's actually not a boat. It's just a building that looks like a boat and I'd call it more of a boat mashup myself. At the building's entrance are two stories of decks, one on top of the other, kinda like a paddle boat, but then a navigation bridge pokes out onto a third story and looks ready for someone to hop in and steer away, kinda like on a tugboat. Honestly, you might just Google this one, it's hard to describe. Now, Agnes is a volunteer at the nonprofit housed in this building, and she wanted to know more about its history. Her question was selected by you in a Bay Curious voting round. So when we come back, we'll get the lowdown.
1: Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win
0: some cool prizes. Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you, whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks. We sent KQED's Rachel Myro to check out the building that looks like a boat.
2: What's not to like about the Palo Alto Baylands? Well, really all the restored wetlands ringing the bay. Just a few minutes away from the traffic-clogged thoroughfares and the Palo Alto Airport, stress melts off your shoulders as you saunter on trails that sit along still, silent waters. Periodically, you come across boardwalks that stretch into the wetlands, allowing you to stand above a growing expanse of mud and pickleweed. The restoration work off Palo Alto is so advanced, you'd have to know there was once a yacht harbor here to know there was. 63-year-old Kevin Murray is old enough to remember.
3: That harbor was alive and well. It was teeming with families, with teenagers, a bunch of sailboats. Oh wow, man, it was a whole nother world.
2: That harbor opened in 1928, with seagulls crying and water slapping against boats moored at the docks. Sounds you don't hear anymore because marshland doesn't have the same kind of audioscape. Anywho... Like his dad and four older brothers, Murray was a Sea Scout, a maritime program of the Boy Scouts of America. He joined in 1974 at the age of 14 and rose up through the ranks from apprentice to vice commodore for the Western region. Over the years, he also became an amateur historian of the Sea Scouts on the peninsula. He's talked to old-timers before they passed about the start of the harbor. And here we get to Agnes's question, the Sea Scout building which opened in 1941. Art Deco doesn't really describe it. It's in a subcategory of Art Deco called Streamline Moderne or Nautical Moderne which is to say horizontal orientation, rounded edges, and porthole-shaped windows. A rainbow flag flies high and proud from a hoist at the top of the building. The paint job is a white Benjamin Moore might describe as sand dollar or dune with French blue accents whimsy or cheese. I'm going to go with whimsy. Remember, in the 1930s and 40s, artists of every type had no problem hitting the nail on the head directly, so to speak, without ironic detachment. Was this a building for the Sea Scouts? Let's make it look like a boat.
3: Imagine right in front of that building, an 85-foot PT boat, a 63-foot PT boat,
2: A PT boat, by the way, was a motorized torpedo boat used by the Navy in World War II. Small, fast, cheap to build. Murray says the Sea Scouts and their counterparts in the Girl Scouts, the Mariners, taught teenagers from as far north as Redwood City and as far south as San Jose. There were adventurous trips to San Francisco and even Alaska. There were regattas and dances and lifelong friendships formed inside this building that looks like a
3: boat. Here I was, a 14-year-old kid, and they put me on a World War II 64-foot tugboat. So I started as a deckhand, and then I graduated to becoming an engineer working on the size of an engine of a train. So the first thing I noticed was we were being treated as men, not little boys
2: anymore. Murray credits his time in the Sea Scouts for turning him into an educator, a political science professor for 30 years before he retired. Most of his brothers went into education, too. But times change, and so do social attitudes towards the environment. The dredging that made Palo Alto's harbor operational stopped after a contentious citywide vote in 1986 to allow for this area to return to its native state as wetlands. Then, in 1994, the Palo Alto and San Mateo County Sea Scout Councils merged, and in 2002, they gave up the lease on the Sea Scout building in Palo Alto. Over the years, the foundation sank three feet into the mud, And the building, designed to look like a boat floating atop the water, needed a lot of TLC.
1: If you come inside and you look at the floorboards, you can actually see the original floorboards and see some of the blackening as a result of some of that constant tide flow and flooding.
2: Toby Goldberg is director of programs and partnerships at Environmental Volunteers, a local nonprofit that works with some 50 schools in Silicon Valley. The organization got a hold of the building and the 2000 aughts and lined up grant money to renovate it. The refurbished Sea Scout building sits four feet higher than its forebear, but four feet may not be enough.
1: During particular times of the year, especially king tides, if there's a storm, the water actually does come up sometimes over the deck. So we have had instances where There was a question of, did we need our kayaks for getting into work today?
2: Because this area wants to be mud?
1: This area wants to be mud. It wants to be salt marsh, and, and it's all part of preventing floods in the future.
2: That's Hazel Watson, a former science educator now with environmental volunteers. You might think that a building that looks like a boat circa World War II would be an odd choice for an outfit that teaches about wetlands. But somehow, it just feels right when you're out here, especially standing on the deck in the back and looking out over... A
1: whole uh, vista of cord grasses and the pickle weeds. Today, we've got lots of northern shoveler ducks, Ridgeway Rails, one of the endangered species that we have here in the in the baylands in Palo Alto. Sunset is beautiful here, it's certainly the best part of the day. This is acting like a little nursery for a lot of organisms, so we see things like bat rays and we'll see harbor seals occasionally coming through. Uh, Birds galore, the the season, speaking of birds, we've got some Canada geese, Um, but the seasonality changes, so every time you come out here, you're gonna be seeing different things, different birds, different insects. You can see that all from the deck of this building that looks like a boat.
2: What does Murray think? He's still sorry for the loss of the harbor, but the building? He's happy environmental volunteers restored it.
3: I've been back multiple times. It's great. It's going to be there for another 61 years, the time that the pilot Sea Scouts used the building.
2: 61 years, maybe not that long, but we've probably got a few more before the Sea Scout building sinks into the mud once again. Don't wait too long. Make tracks and come see it across from the duck pond and bring your camera and a pair of binoculars. That story was
0: reported by KQED's Rachel Miro. If you've got a question you'd like the Bay Curious team to answer, send it our way at baycurious.org. We've got a link to our submission form in our show notes. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at member-supported KQED. Our show is produced by Brendan Willard, Amanda Font, and me, Olivia Allen-Price. Have a great week.
1: Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck!
3: Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just...